of Make It Make Sense. I am here with my lovely ladies once again, Clementina. Oh my goodness, wait, Clementina is back. Why did that just hit me in terms of like recording the episode? But okay, new jingle. <laughs> new jingle. We We're you. here. Okay. We're excited. She's back from In It, In It Land. Okay. Yes. Thank you. Probably the one getting the camera out of uh, Corona was Clementina coming back to us safe and sound and in one Happy piece. Happy to be here. So yes, even though she's leaving us again soon. Not to go back to London, but just back home now. Back to quarantine. Yes, exactly, because we're being safe out here. We have Kaela. Hey, everybody. I'm so tired of you. <laughs> and then we have Lauren, who is also back again. Hey, y'all. It's been a while. Right? It's supposed to be back on the episode. Exactly. Post-quarantine stuff. We're still being safe, still getting tested and you know, keeping our distance sort of kind of in a way. But I'm happy to just have in-person guests again. The shout out to Zoom and the whole virtual thing, but there's nothing just like feeding off of human yeah. energy and vibes mm-hmm. and actual facial reactions that aren't pixelated and kind of lagging. <laughs> like, and, and, you know, just like it just makes editing 10 times easier when everybody's here. So welcome, guys. Thank you. How's everybody doing? Well, you guys in the room, how's everybody doing? All right. Pretty good. Decent. Yeah. I'm doing good. It's Friday. Right? Thank God. What does that mean these days? Honestly. <laughs> it means I don't have to be online to pretend I'm working. She's a working <laughs> woman. Employed. Yes. That, okay. I can't relate. <laughs> I thought it was Tuesday. Huh? <laughs> no, seriously. In like March. But it's fine. Yeah. I, I have no sense of time anymore of days of the week, of the hours. I just know I sleep when I get tired and I wake up when I need to pee or eat. Yeah. So... That's just the kind of um, chaotic energy I've been on. Um, so yeah, I'm trying to use less ableist words <laughs> to describe. So I have shifted away from calling people crackheads. Thank you, Kaila, for putting that out there, even though I know I just said it, but it's like yeah. I was trying to say it just to prove no, what I'm saying fine. anymore. I actually don't even remember how it came up because I've been trying to be less vocal about these things. Why? No, you do that. <laughs> I'm trying not to because I feel like people just feel like I'm putting them down, no, which isn't know. what I'm trying to do. So I'm like, you know what? If I don't want to participate, I'm going to just sit back, which is not the activist mindset. <laughs> That's what I'm just like, what do you gain? Yeah, because like people will be mean to me. And I'm like, you know what? I don't want to be mean. I don't want to be mean. Anyways. <laughs> Chaotic energy. That's what I'm using. I'm using words like chaotic and wild instead of calling people crackheads because they are real and crazy. crazy. Yes, or psychotic because there are real people out there who embody and go through these those other words. But anyway, I forget why I even why I even brought it up. But something about chaotic. Anyways, how are you guys doing out there? What's good? What's popping? I hope everybody is having a good week so far and is planning on having a good weekend. So. We're back, and I wanted to talk today a little bit, talk a little bit today about settling. Settling specifically in relationships. I know there's lots of ways that you can settle, I don't know, with work, with friendships, um, but today we're just going to talk about in the context of romantic relationships, just to keep things simple and in one order, because we can easily like just go in 500 different directions. But the reason I thought about this was, I don't know if anybody has seen the Netflix show um, Indian Matchmaker. It's like, you know, just during quarantine, there were different shows that just kind of came up with everybody was talking about just in periods until, I guess, the internet 
finished watching it all together and we moved on to the next show. So I think we're still kind of on that and Indian Matchmaker is the one that's going on right now. So between that show and the movie Acrimony, Tyler Perry's Acrimony, that came out at least, I think it's been like three years now. Mm -hmm. I don't know how long. It felt like a little, yeah, it's been around for a minute. Maybe not three, at least like two. At least like 2018, I'm pretty sure. I had not heard of it. Oh, really? I (laughs) I think at least 2018. No offense, Tyler Perry. No, full offense. No, full offense. Ah, You do good stuff, Tyler. Whatever. Get more people in your your writing room so you can stop making little weird movies like this, please and thank you. But I guess, like, shout out to what you are doing for black people. Tyler Perry Studios looking great and all of that. But it's like... Okay. It's funny because, like, his movies, they are kind of weird, and I have so many opinions, but, like, I will sit through an entire movie, and, like, he has me discussing it, so I'm like, you're, <laughs> you're doing, doing something, something right. right. Yeah. Fair enough. So, yeah, if you haven't seen Acrimony, it's pretty much about um, Taraji P. Henson, or the character that she plays, spends and dedicates her entire life to this man that has pretty much just, like, manipulated her and used her and just made her put her life on hold, cheated on her, made her barren. Uh, caused her to lose her house, be distant from her family members, just every worst case scenario possible, only to make it in the end and end up not being with her, leaving her. Was that a good description of the movie? Just leaves him in the end. And I won't tell you, I guess, just like how it ends, but just she ended up just kind of wasting her life with this man and it wasn't worth it in the end, long story short. Um, for her, from her perspective. Yeah, from, from her perspective. <laughs> and then um, with Indian Matchmaker, it's a reality show. Does that count as a reality show? Yeah, it is, right? Okay. Yeah. Reality show about matchmaking, specifically in the Indian community. Um, there are There's one match, one main matchmaker, and she just goes through these different couples who are looking for marriage, not just like, oh, to date and, you know, boyfriend, girlfriend, like full-on marriage, either because their families are forcing them to or they have just reached a desperate point of just like I can't do this by myself it's bigger than me take it away miss girl help me out that kind (laughs) of thing um so yeah and then just like in both of those it just really got me thinking about just like settling when it comes to romantic relationships and specifically what women will go through that maybe men won't when it comes to picking a partner and (laughs) just with Indian matchmakers specifically a lot of the things like because there's different characters so like a lot of the different things I would see would be like Maybe one girl just is, her standards might seem ridiculous. She doesn't want somebody that's funny, you know. She's saying she, based on her life and what she has gone through, she wants somebody to match that. And then the matchmaker woman is pretty much just sitting there looking at her like, oh, no, you can't have all of these standards, you know. Like, you need to compromise. You need to, like, be less picky and stuff like that, especially for the ones that maybe were a bit older. Um, it's like how, almost like how dare you have standards or how dare you be choosy when you clearly came to me because you can't do this by yourself. And it really just kind of rubbed me the wrong way. And then with acrimony, although hers, the acrimony situation, I don't even know if it was as much standards and preferences as much as it was like kind of mental illness. Because if you guys have seen, you know that woman was just not okay in the head. But still, just like situation, like different aspects of the movie just showing which just like she put this man's needs before others. And I don't necessarily think he would have done the same. And he didn't do the same in the movie like <laughs> he didn't yeah. so it's just very I just kind of wanted just to get you guys' opinions and just have a little discussion um about settling and <laughs> just about I guess relationship when it comes to just like what we will put up with or what we want let me not say put up with what we feel like we want and um who we want to spend our time with and whether that has been a difficult process trying to find or whether you feel like for women 
if that is just you know you can just you know just, just want to yeah. talk about it. I just want to just kind of just like you know just say a couple things so let me just start off with kind of getting you guys this definitions of when you hear just stuff like standards when it comes to relationships what comes to mind I think of simply preferences mm-hmm. what ideally you are looking for and but then that for me boils down to things that are negotiable like I would just I would just like if something someone who had these characteristics or x y and z came along and other things that are more non-negotiable in terms of if this person does not have x y and z they just are not it yeah so when I think of standards I think also I also think of between preferences and deal breakers, which I think is similar to what Clementina was saying. So I think my list of preferences might be kind of long, but deal breakers for me are pretty short. Um, I don't know if we're supposed to go into what those are. but We'll get into that, don't worry. Okay, yeah. So I feel like just in general, when I think of like the deal breakers, they're more like personality characteristics about a person, and then preferences maybe like more of the physical aspects. And that's why like I feel like I don't have any hardcore like they have to be this way physically, but it's like when we have conversations and where I feel like where I feel you are mentally, I feel like that just it's more important. Because also when you age, like your physical appearances, they age with you and go away so looks fade looks do fade yeah Yeah, beauties and everything and stuff fair enough yeah okay that's good yeah i think that's all i have to say thank you (laughs) just making sure i don't (laughs) cut you off for anything lauren how about you um i don't want to repeat anything that anyone said but feel free if the spirit moves you go ahead um when i think of standards i think of my ideal partner um and just, I guess, expectations of what I want out of that person or what I look for in that person, um, especially when it comes to long-term dating. Um, so, yeah, I won't go into too much detail because it would be the same thing mm-hmm. that yeah. Kai and Clementina oh, no. said. And we're definitely going to like try to put one or two things out there um, for what our standards are. We'll see. Clementina just gave me a little side eye. But no, it's no, okay. No, no, it's fine. No, yeah. It's okay. And then I'll... <laughs> That's fine. No, we won't do names. Um, And I guess to answer the question myself, for me, when I think of standards and stuff, similar to you, just like expectations, especially when I think of like my background, either how I've been raised or just like the type of family that I have and just knowing what external factors there are, who I feel like would like be up to the task. And when I say up to the task, I really mean it because it's just (laughs) from dealing with me to dealing with the people around me and stuff like that. I'm not saying it's going to be a horrible experience, but it's like, I want to make sure that you're, you know, you're coming correct. So whatever that means, whether it is, it might not necessarily always be physical, but I'm not going to ignore the fact that that's there. But you know, the, the long, the, the mental aspect of it, the, your personality and stuff like that, you know, like all stuff that everybody has said, but just, yeah, just just hoping that you're the traits that'll just make you up to the task to meet me and just the level that I have come to, the level that I have grown to and everything like that. Because, you know, none of us were born perfect, but just knowing that you have taken the time to just kind of hopefully better yourself mm-hmm. in some type of way, um, those kind of traits is what I would consider to be just like standards. And some of them are non-negotiable, um, like you I think Clementina used the word non-negotiable. Yeah, yeah, deal deal breakers breakers is the word I was thinking of. Yeah, like you know, there might be some deal breakers, but it won't necessarily be as long as my list of um, 
would they? I don't know. We'll get into it, but let me just stop before I continue rambling and everything like that. Um, but just kind of leading from that, would you guys be willing to share? Or you ladies, sorry, same difference. Would you guys be willing to share maybe like a couple? I'll say like three of like your standards. It can be physical it can be like personality wise we're not naming names here you know nobody's offended this is also an opportunity you know some of i mean i'm not gonna say we single and searching because i'm not looking but you know if you feel like <laughs> if you feel like your future wife is on this, you know bring out your notepad your ipad whatever it is and you know, you never know what memes might do for your life. You oh, know, I might okay. make something make sense yeah. romantically. Okay, <laughs> give it a <laughs> shot. <laughs> give it a shot. But yeah, if you guys are open to it, I can start with mine because I feel like they're not too controversial. Okay. I feel like <laughs> not not that anybody else's is just <laughs> I can say mine. So I think my three top uh, deal breakers. Which are maybe kind of broad, but I would say they have to be a kind person, um, have a good sense of humor, and be ambitious. What does that mean? I think that means something to different people, you know? Sense of humor is something I found that's really important to me. Like, you can't just be funny and, like, ha- be able to laugh. But, like, you have to laugh at my jokes. Okay. Because I oh, think wow. that I am. <laughs> I'm serious. Like, I think I'm a decently funny person you know like i'm not trying to do stand-up or anything but sometimes like she's a hoot i'm a hoot (laughs) i want us to like have a good time together like if i send you something that's funny like you should find it funny actually that's not true we don't have to find the exact same like tiktoks funny but like in general we should be able to laugh at the same things just overall but find the same tiktoks when you love in quarantine (laughs) jesus be a vaccine because i just feel like in any other situation we don't gotta find the same tick i just think it's funny what life has come to that's really it yeah my (laughs) life is tiktoks um yeah no the sense of humor is something that i found out i think relatively recently i Mm -hmm. think the kind and ambitious part is something i've always kind of known probably haven't stuck to it but that's probably not why i am not married yet um i'm gonna just stop there yeah (laughs) sounds good Thanks. So, definitely the good sense of humor. Another thing that's really important to me, someone someone who is emotionally intelligent and who is willing to be emotional and vulnerable with me. Um, For me, that comes from experience of being with someone who was very detached and I didn't like it at all. Like, they just had a very avoidant personality Mm -hmm. and it just... I, we can't have two people in a relationship who are not saying I'm emotionally detached, but I know that's something I work on. So I need someone who's also willing to um, balance. Balance, yeah. yes, mm-hmm. exactly. Thank you. Balance, um, and just someone who has a really good work ethic. You know, I can't right now. I'm at an age where I don't want to use the words financially stable because, like, am I even financially stable right now? Mm-hmm. But someone who is clearly hardworking and wants to go somewhere with their life. Doesn't mean they have to have it all together right now at this stage. Or but has a plan. Or even if they have a plan, plan, just like has a, they see they're they headed have, somewhere. They have a trajectory somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, those would be 
three for me. Yeah, I think it's absolutely fair. That's really good. Mm-hmm. Those are really good answers. <laughs> Thanks, girl. I almost wish I would have started, you know? <laughs> <laughs> what are you even saying? What bar are you about to set or not set right here, Clementina? You no, were scaring those were me. Just really good. Those are really good answers mm-hmm. because I think it's more about who the person is mm-hmm. and I guess keeping that same energy. Mm-hmm. I would say my top three would definitely include someone who's intellectually captivating Mm -hmm. because I really enjoy at least for me what I study my discipline and I just would love someone to have conversations about just anything with who can critically Mm -hmm. analyze things Mm -hmm. that's really important to me Mm -hmm. someone who is open to different faith beliefs Mm -hmm. I just feel like Having someone who has an intellectual capacity should go hand in hand with someone who also spiritually is open to seeing how mm-hmm. their relationship or our relationship with yeah. whatever it is we believe in continue to evolve because that's something that I found to be really integral to my life. But also, I think I'd also have to say a good sense of humor. Mm-hmm. It's for balance. Looking mm-hmm. yeah. mm-hmm. um, like all of us want clowns. All of us want funny boys. No, I'm just yeah. kidding. <laughs> I mean... No, yeah. I'm. I'm <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, I think all three of us all three of us had said it. I mean, it's so important. No, it's it is. A yeah. Good vibe. Yeah. Because yeah. I definitely don't want to make it seem like someone who's just very serious. Stern yeah. And just mm-hmm. yeah. Those killjoys. Yeah. Um, it's like okay, come on. I'm buttoning a little bit. It's like we're know? fun people. We like yeah. to have fun. Yeah. We like to, you know, mm-hmm. go out. Like be able to hang. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I agree. And that's my non-shallow list. Oh. I think those are very good. I think those are great. Yeah, no. I love it. I'm here for it. Um, Okay, mine. Let me just (laughs) whip out the list here. Just just, okay, page 50. No, I'm just kidding. Literally, as you guys were talking, I'm just like, hey, God, okay, let me also find maybe my non-shallow list because I can start with my height. I can start with the beard. I can start with all these different things that, you know, just... But I'll try to be a little bit more. Is it holistic or something like that? Yeah, Kayla really set the tone. She did. I'm sorry. No, it's okay. My preference list is much longer, but again, when it comes to deal breakers, I feel like that's all I can say. No, fair enough. Um, Kind of piggybacking piggybacking off the emotional thing that you said, I definitely need somebody that's empathetic. I think I've realized that even more within the past year. It's like, I want beyond, I guess, sympathy or beyond just like, oh, that sucks or oh, like, I want you to try to find it in yourself to feel. Damn, that's crazy. Yeah, you know, like, maybe, (laughs) like, you understand what I'm saying? I didn't realize how much I hated that thing until I just went through it multiple times just in the past year. I'm just like, wow, aw. It's like, ooh, I. Like, do you understand? Like, that sucks. Like, no, no, no. I need you to kind of, I wouldn't say take on my problems as your own, but really just want to do with what you can to make sure that I'm okay because I know that I'm capable of doing that for somebody else. Just like, just empathy, you know, like really try to channel my emotions and, and feel what I feel, you know, because I'm a very emotional person. And I just, I would hate for that, all that emotion that I have packed up in me to just end at a, aww. or like you know end at a damn you know that kind of thing um definitely somebody who is i don't even know if the word is culturally in tune i might have just have pulled it out of my ass but i am very openly nigerian (laughs) so i feel like i can't have somebody that is too 
I don't even want to say Americanized. I don't want somebody that's too traditional either. But somebody who's exposed. Yeah, somebody yeah. who's exposed, even if it's not well-traveled. Ideally, I would like well-traveled, but just somebody who's open to seeing the world, open to different... In every sense of just, like, both traveling, ideas. I don't need anybody coming in that's, like, homophobic or anything like mm-hmm. that. Just somebody who's just open to the idea that there are different types of people in this world, culturally, um, just for everything. Just just open, open-minded, open I'll just say that. And then also the ambitious thing as well. Um, I, I also like, I want the funny thing too, so can I just kind of scoop that under um, yeah, the open-minded? <laughs> yeah. The open-minded thing. Um, and again, I did say the number three, so there's definitely more, but the ambitious, yeah, the ambitious thing, <laughs> the ambitious thing as well, definitely feeling like, okay, we're on a path, and push, and push me to be as ambitious too, like, yes. I don't need both of us sitting here just being like, oh, doing the bare minimum, it's like, okay, you be ambitious, but don't leave me hanging, try to push me to do more as well, so that we can, yeah. we can be popping together, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying, like, we can both be a power couple, or whatever the hell it is, Carter's, and some all of that stuff, Obama's, all that good stuff, Gates, mm-hmm. and... Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you guys for sharing that. Hint, hint to any fine young people listening up here. <laughs> and we'll put the details in the description at the end, so it's fine. <laughs> maybe or maybe not. But <laughs> anyway, so now that we've established that, I guess just like now going back to what I was talking about with women, whether it's in this generation, this day and age and stuff like that, what are some of you guys' thoughts with, I guess I'll start with the possible what are, what are you guys' thoughts with how with the standards that women have or just like how women are approached when it comes to the standards that they have do you think that they are met which is like yeah you know that's great or do you notice how they're how they might be constantly told that their standards are too high or you know like do you feel like women are whether it's directly or indirectly subconsciously not subconsciously told to settle or will have to settle at some point in their life because of x y and z I feel like for me, I, so I've said, you know, my deal breakers that I don't think are too much, but in my 20, almost 24 years of living, I haven't found somebody who has met those. Mm -hmm. So it feels like I've been indirectly told that what I'm asking for is too much. Um, I think like on the internet, you know, men, will be ready to tell a woman that they're asking for too much, like, all the time, which is what we saw in Indian Matchmaker. Mm -hmm. Um, But, yeah, I think it hurts more when it feels, like, indirectly that's what I'm being told or, like, shown. But I understand, like, I'm still young, so there's still a chance for me to find that person who will, like, give me everything I want and more. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, that's why sometimes you just kind of feel defeated as a woman, and it's like, dang, maybe I will have to settle. But it's hard because when I look at... (laughs) I think, like, for me, I don't know if I've said this on the podcast before, but I don't, I haven't seen in my personal life anybody who's, like, relationship goals and any woman who has, like, gotten, like, everything that they want and they deserve in their husband. So I'm like, if they haven't gotten it, then who am I to have found that? And I don't want to think that way, but, like... Yeah, like, what? You are you, and you are I am, but it's just, like, if nobody else has done it, who said I'm going to be the one? I'm sure Jesus. somebody... <laughs> <laughs> the hell? <laughs> and I'm sure there are women out there who are with their 100% soulmate, yeah. who's everything that they wanted and more. It's just, since I haven't seen that, it's, like, hard for me to believe that it's yeah, true. Yeah, it's hard to be optimistic mm-hmm. when yeah. you're just, like, you're seeing what could possibly look like a bunch of women that may or may not have settled. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's yeah. like, okay, you guys are just managing this And when one I think or... of, like, the women in my life, I don't know. 
I'm sure nobody in my family, I hope nobody hears this, because I'm not trying to insult anybody. Uh, it's but okay, it's you guys like, have made it this far in your relationship, so it's okay. <laughs> I just feel like I have so many, like, strong, great women in my life, like, you know, my mom, aunts, whatever, and it's just like, I see, actually, I don't want to say what I'm going to say. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to say that it's hard for me to see that for myself mm-hmm. yeah. but I do hope for the best and I wish everybody a happy marriage <laughs> thank, you. <laughs> thank you for your closing thank you. <laughs> no, I do think going off the strength of Kayla's <laughs> speech there <laughs> I would agree I think one of the biggest scams we've ever faced as a gender is mm-hmm. being told that we need to be in partnership mm-hmm. to reach a level of happiness there or we completeness. go And I think in being socialized to believe that we do need to be with someone, because that's something that gets thrown at people to shame them, Mm -hmm. you know? You could have reached all the goals that you want, and it's like, "Mm, I'm still saying what I'm you know? It's it's something that we've been socialized into thinking that we we need. And in that, because it seems like something that we need, I think oftentimes we do think we need to settle, because it's like, well, I... I got to find something yeah. by a certain age that, you know, even if it doesn't work 100%, I'm willing to take something over 50%. I always yeah. hope. So in that, I do find that a lot of people sometimes settle. I, I feel like even in being around people that were dating, there was this sentiment of even if the person doesn't have everything you're looking for, mm-hmm. they have a few things, you know, it's okay. Or always be willing and open to give someone a shot I feel like even in movies, oftentimes mm-hmm. you'll just be like, mm, I don't yeah. know. If that, if that, if, I'm not convinced. Yeah. I'm not fully convinced. But you just see so many times, especially women falling for men that are genuinely not of their caliber. Mm-hmm. Sometimes not able to even reciprocate everything that they are. Mm-hmm. You know. So I, I would say I agree. Like yeah. a lot of times, you just see people, what looks like settling. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they might not think that they are. They might, they might think that they have it great, but you're looking from the outside and you're just like, hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Mind your bit, you know what I'm saying? And they sometimes they even be the most braggadocious ones. Like, yes, me and my husband, me and my business. Just like, yes, and what about you mm-hmm. and your husband? Like, But, you know, that's another conversation for... Mm-hmm. Actually, no, for this episode, we'll get there. Go ahead. Um, <laughs> Lauren. So I definitely have to agree. Women are definitely brainwashed or socialized into settling and brainwashed into thinking that we need a man to survive or Mm -hmm. else we will like deteriorate into dust (laughs) and I would like to say that is just no (laughs) especially because like there's studies that show women who aren't married live longer so Uh, do with that what you will (laughs) do with that what you will but anyway just saying just don't put it out there live longer i mean i guess maybe the lack of stress yes the lack of stress um yeah women are definitely brainwashed into settling and i think from a personal standpoint i've definitely settled without realizing Mm -hmm. it until after the fact and i looked back and i was like wow like what the hell was going on um and i think being in a relationship now where i feel like i haven't settled i feel like i'm glad that i didn't stay in those previous relationships Mm -hmm. (laughs) i just love that yeah 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 yeah. (laughs) sorry continue Um, no it's okay (laughs) 
yeah, being in a relationship now where I feel like I'm with someone who I really feel like we see eye to eye on a lot of things. And I feel like they're a person that has a lot of qualities that I've always wanted in someone. I'm glad mm -hmm. I didn't settle. And then on the other end of that, also, like when you're talking about the women in your life, I feel like there's women in my life that I've seen that have settled and just seeing sort of the effects not only on that person but on like their kids or like other people around them mm -hmm. I mean it's just I feel like in some ways sometimes it's heartbreaking seeing it yeah. and seeing like what women go through when they do settle with someone especially for years yeah so I found myself recently where I would say maybe in the past couple in the past year or two looking at some of those family members or friends and just kind of like I guess just imagining their potential of what could have been mm -hmm. with just like okay knowing what type of men that there are in this world as much as I can be team men or trash I know that there there are <laughs> some <laughs> decent men you know or just even if I don't know them specifically but just kind of creating in my head what type of man you feel like would be good for them that might not be the man that they're with now you know or just like person in general like wow like you you really deserve this type of person like I feel like you would really benefit from somebody that did x y and z you know like and I it does make me sad because it's just like you know either they're older now they are maybe very anti-divorce you know that they're not leaving anytime soon that man could die and they would just be a widow to the grave like they're not going to try to look for something better because part of it is they might not think that they deserve better right. you know or they might like as kind of I don't know harsh as that might sound it's like maybe if you don't know what you've been missing mm -hmm. or something like that it's just like I don't know. I don't know. There's. I feel like I'm talking about it from a very surface level point of view. But that is something. Like I've found myself doing that with like older people in my life that I've just been seeing their relationships, and I'm just like, you would be really, really good with this type of person. I don't right. know what this man that you're with right now was doing, but you could do better. And a lot of times, it's like very a lot more like just modern kind of men <laughs> that I feel like I picture them with. Sometimes yeah, they might be yeah, like yeah. Caucasian, and I'm just like, maybe you could do <laughs> well with part. like. Uh, a white man that just sails the oceans and like is a secret millionaire or something but just knows how to love a woman like <laughs> a very just like romantic novel type thing but yeah yeah I feel like one thing I've noticed generational wise is like women of older generations I feel like in their mind a good man is someone who I think about it like on a spectrum mm -hmm. so they think about it like a good man is someone who doesn't cheat on you, who doesn't abuse mm -hmm. you, who isn't like yeah. just sitting on his ass all day and doesn't have a job, doesn't contribute anything to your life or whatever. But I feel like sometimes there's a gray oh, no, that, area. That does yeah. that does contribute to your life. You said that doesn't contribute to your life? Like they think of that as like a like a man that you wouldn't want in your life. Oh, okay, sorry. okay. okay. I, I, like, I, I didn't say that correctly. <laughs> no, no, no. I didn't say that correctly, but... So I feel like it's kind of like they think about it like black and white, but I think mm -hmm. about that gray area that mm -hmm. I feel like whenever I talk to women that are older that they don't really think about. Like, mm -hmm. yeah, on paper he might look good, but mm -hmm. there might be things like little nuances that you yeah. just aren't yeah. willing to deal with. Yeah. And then I think about Aparna, that's her name? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that's she's from India, Matchmaker, just heads up. Yeah, so I think about her and some of the things that she said. Granted, some of them might be a little bit much, but some of the things she says, like, okay, yeah, he's not, you know, yeah, he's not, you know, cheating or abusing you or whatever, but at the same time, there's things that fall in that gray area that I feel like women don't talk about sometimes. I think compatibility yeah. is a huge thing, which is also, yeah. if I was going to add the fourth and fifth and sixth, it's like, okay, like you said, you could be great on paper, but if we meet in person, we could have everything in common, maybe 
academically, career goal-wise, and family structure, all that type of stuff. But if we don't, chemistry, if we don't actually, like, mesh yeah. and can, like, really just, like, vibe <laughs> off each other, I guess, and just be, yeah, like, work well, I don't, I don't care what you don't do to me or right. like the fact that you're not I mean that's great I'm grateful I don't think I should be grateful that you're not beating me exactly. right. like, like, that should be the bar, standard you know, like that's a that standard the, yeah, that you that don't beat be, me that you yeah. don't cheat on me and that you're not a trash human being um, man or woman like what but I just yeah if we're not compatible we're not compatible yeah. and I think that's just that's something that was also brought up on the show where it's like some of the people some of the like contestants I don't know some of the people that were looking for love Yes, everything was great on paper, the people that they were being presented, but then they would go on these dates, and the dates were awkward. Granted, yeah, you know, these shows, they edit stuff to just put a lot more awkward pauses in there than yeah. they probably are in real they're life. they're also going on a first date with, like, 50 cameras exactly, around them, so you it's know? probably uncomfortable. <laughs> but it's just, like, if they say there was no chemistry and they just couldn't connect, then so be it. Like, you know? I think that's fair. Um, I also think about just as black women, mm-hmm, statistically... I don't think what you were saying was so far off because Mm -hmm. I I think it's supported by the numbers. Mm -hmm. When you look at the percentage of people who marry within their racial group, it's over 90%. Mm -hmm. Interracial marriage, as much as I think Instagram is trying to feed it to me consistently, it's not as common as it actually... No, No, seriously. They have an agenda. They They do. And I'm calling you out on it. Shout out to um, mixed chicks. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Underscore mixed couples. Black women with white White men. White men, exactly. No, seriously. (laughs) He loves my hair. (laughs) In reality, I think it was something like 90% of people marry within their racial Mm -hmm. group. So I think even as black women speaking from a very heterosexual point of view, there are a lot of factors that also go into the pool that you're quote-unquote choosing from Mm -hmm. when you're thinking about the prison industrial complex, when you're thinking about how much monetarily black men make compared Mm -hmm. to other men, you know, their counterparts. Mm -hmm. There are a lot of things that go into it. And I also believe statistically a lot of women black women undermarried yes. men who are not making as much money as mm-hmm. them yeah. men who are not professionally you mm-hmm. know have comparable titles yeah. it's statistically we settle yeah yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. we do we do I, I would like us not to yeah but statistically yeah. we do and i think a lot of that is that you know i don't know if it's a pressure but you want what you're familiar with mm-hmm. like yeah. this this idea of black love is not just an idea there we live in such a i don't know if hyper racial society is the mm-hmm. correct term but you know we're coming out of a revolution that's still <laughs> ongoing and you think about these things all the time you know do i risk being with a man outside of my race that may not fully understand my culture mm-hmm. but probably makes a lot of money moves through this world differently because he's conceived to have a higher status, Mm -hmm. more connections, and is more emotionally available because he hasn't had a lot of detrimental experiences. Mm -hmm. But, you know, when the next revolution happens, he's like, maybe they shouldn't have set that car on fire. You know, and here we are getting a divorce. (laughs) Seriously. (laughs) Like, like you have to to really think about it. You know? 
and then all the other factors that go along with that, you know, potential or said white man, it's like, okay, the family that comes with it now. It's like, okay, you might be cool. You might be have all the third eye and fifth eye open. But then you take me home and all of a sudden your mom is maybe hiding the silverware or your dad is, you know, some, several microaggressions. Your little sister is coming up to me talking about some, yeah, girl, period, poo. This yeah. is like, is this on what? Like, <laughs> finna, finna, finna. finna. Accidentally says, says the N word, exactly. but she like, has oh, dementia, so it's okay. She just says that. Know. Don't be offended, dementia. <laughs> no, you know? I can't come back. I'm sorry. <laughs> I cannot. And obviously, this is not the only situation, but it's a possibility. It's the fact that we have to think about it. Exactly. You know, because right. I know, I, I mean, I hate to be this whole, I have a black friend. I do know people that are in successful <laughs> interracial relationships, but I know that that's not always the case. Like, in all of these things, it's always going to be exceptions but yes i do agree that whenever i even try to think of the idea of stepping out of my whether it's race ethnic or whatever i'm just like this is what might come with it and if it's not with a white man the asian men same thing mm-hmm. hispanic latina men do you understand cool. like yeah. it's like it's something to think about so it's like let me stay my nigerian ass right here no. you know and, and go with black woman Mm-hmm. I feel like it's global too and mm-hmm. I was just I was reading a piece just speaking about how black women oftentimes have to choose whether or not they will potentially settle in a relationship mm-hmm. and just find aspects that look like love in the yeah. relationship mm-hmm. to keep them around or sometimes find love in other things like whether it's professionally yeah to make up for it to academia to feel more fulfilled in those capacities yeah. but mm-hmm. I feel like with with all the things Tea that sugar? feels amazing yeah, to be a bit. black woman, there are just yeah. barriers outside of us that just consistently tell us yeah. everything that we put on our preferences list. It's just kind of like, girl, you know, mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe no, you want a dog. I don't know. No, and that's okay. <laughs> and that's okay. Um, I wanted to just kind of, kind of piggy off of that, but just since we're just talking about this now, we are all African women sitting here. Yeah gone oh wow four different places we got ghana cameroon nigeria and togo and benin but either way always by african mothers how do you think that has contributed if it has to this whole idea of settling or just like expectations when it comes to men and just just everything that we've been talking about i guess from now from the pers- from the perspective of just African culture, West African culture, yeah. so that's all we can really speak on. Because, I mean, I can I can start with that for me, where it's like, it's very, till today, Some I forget which one of you guys brought up the whole thing about, like, I could do everything right. I could be successful in my career, I could have the best body, and this, these are all things that have been brought up. Best career, best body, you know, rich, I mean, that goes into career, whatever, have mental stability, A1, you know, everything checked off, but if I'm single... That's all that they'll be seeing. That's all they'll see. It's like, oh, that's great. You're traveling the world. You just won a Nobel Peace Prize. And you just, you know, got a million dollars per day. or I don't know. Best case scenario. But where's your husband? You don't want children. You don't want this. You don't want that. And I think at one point, I remember this year, it started to really get get to me because it was right after I got all my grad school acceptances. Um, I felt like I was also making progress with career like trying to, I, I felt like I was figuring out what I was trying to do with my career thing and everything like that. You know, I, I felt like I was making progress. And I, in the same moment that I was just having that epiphany of just like, wow, things are looking up. I think I called my mom and she was with my aunt. 
and they started talking about relationships and it was just a very like attacking kind of just like so what do you mean so you don't want to get married my aunt hadn't seen me in a long time so she was just like so what about the boyfriend like do you have a boyfriend like you're not dating so you want me to find somebody for you a pastor first of all absolutely not like Like, full offense to all the pastors out there no 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 i don't want that no um it's just like i don't care um you know what i'm saying so it was just very am i triggered yes i don't care but i think it was just the way i was feeling so good about myself i'm about to i got into just such great i was just such a good headspace and then to have that conversation and just see what i could potentially constantly be reduced to until I get this marriage thing sorting mm-hmm. out. You guys are not making this look good for me. Mm-hmm. You guys are making me want to stay single mm-hmm. along with the rest of the internet. Mm-hmm. When you guys are one day, you know, you guys are, I don't know, cute, pairing, wearing matching shoes and making TikTok videos. And the next day you're talking about how he slept with your sister and st- mm-hmm. wrote a check and put your house up for a mortgage and killed your mother and your goldfish. And it's just like, well. Gotta draw the light somewhere. <laughs> so it's just like, like why can't I just focus on myself right now instead of just like I don't know instead of just going out of my way to be in this relationship that I'm not necessarily aspiring to be in right now because nothing in my life right now is making that look appealing any kind anytime I have any type of just like itch for a relationship it's out of just sheer like oh you know it's it's cold you know I would like to have a companion right now what is it you know cuddle buddy and stuff like that or somebody fly me Travel out buddy, you, know, you know that kind of it's very just like surface level stuff i feel like but for the most part when i i joke about being a single pringle but let me tell you girl is content okay <laughs> like i'm really trying to get my life together so i know i kind of went off on a, a, a tangent there because i got slightly triggered <laughs> but just going off of that and that's again if you guys can relate to any of this if you feel like no my mother is great or my aunt whoever it is i never get any kind of like marriage questions and stuff then that's great and i'm jealous so yeah Um, (laughs) that was a lot (laughs) no i think that i agree with a lot of what you said i'd say for me you know i've got a lot of mixed signals from my mom because she raised me to be like an independent woman you know kind of don't need no no not don't need no man but just like be educated work hard for what you have and everything but as i'm getting older you know she sees that i went to the pool with my friends oh you guys don't have boyfriends to bring along no we were just having a girl's trip but thank you and then like when I'm talking to a guy and I'm telling her about it and I'm saying like I don't like this thing and she's like oh well you know not everyone's perfect and I'm like first of all I'm 23 I can still look for somebody who's perfect Mm -hmm. if I'm like way older than fine if I'm like crying about how I'm still single maybe tell me those things but like Mm -hmm. right now I think I still have room to be extra picky um So, yeah, I think there's definitely that pressure. And, like, my mom likes to remind me of this aunt that I have who's, like, in her late 50s. And she used to be so beautiful, but now she's getting older. And she was so picky with men. But now that she's gotten older, she's, like, single and stuff because, I guess, she never settled for a man. And I'm just like, I don't... her punishment is what? Loneliness? I guess. I guess. (laughs) I guess that's it. So I'm just like, I don't know what you want me to do with that information. No, that's always my reaction. It's like, and now that you've told me this i should do what yeah step outside and pick a husband no seriously just like settle for whatever i'm just like i have bigger things to stress about now Mm -hmm. i do um like being in a relationship i'm a relationship girl Mm -hmm. i'll admit it i like having someone to talk to and cuddle with and Mm -hmm. you know just like my person that's there but also i can wait for it 
mm-hmm. until it's the right person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You said that with your chest. Mm-hmm. Did I? No. Okay. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm looking at you. I can wait for it to be like in a because com- to me like being in a relationship that like means something you mm-hmm. know like I feel like there are a lot of people out there where it's like you're talking to them for a couple weeks oh yeah. they both like each other like okay, your boyfriend and girlfriend and like I'm not gonna do that like I can have fun with you but like I'm not gonna make you my boyfriend just because like we have fun like <laughs> yeah. boyfriend is right before engagement so <laughs> I think about that I take it seriously so mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> did I even answer the question I'm yeah. sorry the thing is we are, it's, it can, it's a question that could lead to a lot of things I definitely started talking about something that could be a whole other conversation which is like pressures but it was still off of the same realm of like they're, they're putting these pressures on me because they want me to settle for somebody quickly so yeah. that I could get married <laughs> soon and stop wasting their time right right um, we emphasis. have time exactly yeah. exactly yeah. Yeah. I think same my mom I, my mom seems similar to Kayla's mom in mm-hmm. that Growing up, they were just very adamant about just focus on school, focus on what you want to do in life, mm-hmm. just be as good as you can be. And I would also always say, so no guy can play you. Mm-hmm. But when you grow up like that, it also assumes that there are a lot of guys out there trying to play mm-hmm. you. So I feel yeah. like even then after graduation, when, you know, there was a lot of, oh, I hope you introduce us to someone when you come, when we come to graduation. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, I wasn't supposed to be dating. Yeah. <laughs> no, feel like there all we these go. men are going to play mm-hmm. me. Exactly. Yeah. When no, they're... there's someone introduced you to except exactly. for my friends. When you went the first 10 years with telling me, don't have a boyfriend until you get married. And you stuff, know, right? it just was very, but I think now that I'm in my 20s and, they assume getting close to being done with school, which will be a surprise to them. I think they said I think they are very much just there is that pressure, mm-hmm. but they try not to make it seem like it's mm-hmm. pressure. They yeah. just want to seem helpful. Yeah. Like, oh I know this person mm-hmm. or you know, oh you should go out more or yeah. just dropping hints here and there. Yeah. But mm-hmm. to me it's just kinda like rest yeah <laughs> be still please especially if you haven't asked me for my preferences mm-hmm. before you're giving me suggestions mm-hmm. True. that part that, yeah. that part right True. there how are you bringing me people when you don't even know what you don't i know like what I want. <laughs> like, you, don't. you don't therefore i cannot trust your judgment that you will not bring me somebody from my village who will just disgrace me you know so thank you very much <laughs> lauren how about you girl well, um, I'm definitely on the same page with everyone else. My mom was definitely dropping hints, asking me questions. At one point, um, a friend of my uncle, my, my uncle had came over to my house and he was with a friend. And mind you, I look like anything right now <laughs> in this situation. I literally woke up maybe two hours ago. Mm-hmm. And long story short, later, she's like, I'm like talking to her and she's like, yeah, he likes you. I'm like, I said two words. Like, like you know. <laughs> And she's like, what you should, you like? should, yeah. exactly, like, you should give him a chance. I'm like, he's not anywhere near my type. Yeah. And if it wasn't things like that, it was just a little like, oh, I can't wait to meet your boyfriend. Mm-hmm. It's like, there we go. Mm-hmm. well, good luck. You're going to yeah. keep waiting because he, no. <laughs> he don't exist. He don't My mom is queen of doing that. She'll look at my WhatsApp picture. Wow, my beautiful daughter. Can't wait for the wedding. I'm like, waiting on the world to change. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, we die here. Yeah. <laughs> But um, now that, like more recently, now that my parents have, you know, it's been maybe a year or so since they've been divorced and everything, I feel like now my mom's kind of at a point 
where she's like, she just wants all of her kids to be happy. Mm-hmm. She doesn't want us to settle. She talks about all the time, like what she wants to see in all of the partners that we choose to be with long term. Mm-hmm. So I feel like she's kind of toned it down a bit and yeah. it's kind of like, I just want you guys to be happy. But I feel like the rest of like my family or even mm-hmm. like just family friends are not yeah. really on the same page. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I will say that. I just, I want to backtrack a little bit on what I said. Cause I'm over here feeling bad. Like, Oh, let me give my mother some credit. Cause y'all made your mom sound real nice. And I was over here like this woman <laughs> is trying to sell me off <laughs> to go wed some weird uncle in the middle of, yeah, no, it's not, I won't say it's not like that, but it's not always like that. I definitely think my mother, my mother will definitely always tell me about like financial independence and stuff like that. Yeah. She'll always, you know, I don't think my mother ever wants me to go into an unhealthy or unhappy relationship. I think an issue that I have one is being the only girl. I'm the oldest girl. So there's that just type of thing of just like, okay, you know, my mom is very into her wedding. My mom has been talking about the colors of my wedding. Sorry, of her wedding. That's really what it is because she's just like, you know, what she will wear for the longest time. You know, do you understand? You know, and then I also have a lot of older friends, older cousins that were just going to their weddings every summer and she's just sitting there like, oh, you know. When it's your turn, I'm just like, ah, 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 drink your juice and, you know, <laughs> eat the main course, fish or chicken, like, let's, we're focused, let's focus on this, that kind of thing, but I will be fair into that, maybe it's more from my aunts than from her, but my mom doesn't fall too far behind, like, she's, she's there, and I want to believe she just, she wants the best for me, but it could also be just, like, maybe what she values at the time, yeah. um, just like, okay, you know, love, companionship, and stuff like that, um, you know? But best believe when I start getting all these good awards and jobs and stuff, she's happy for me. But oh, somehow it always comes back down. It's okay now that we have all of this one. What <laughs> well, is <that's>, next? Yeah. <laughs> you know that that kind of thing. But yeah, it's it's a lot. It's a lot. Um, so we kind of I, I like how with that we kind of touched on both like pressure, like I was saying, and also settling. But I guess kind of narrowing it back down to settling again. Do you guys have? any even if it's just like vague situations without names and stuff that you can name circumstances where you feel like you might have settled or you might have potentially settled settled if you didn't set like you know a boundary or something no matter how if it doesn't have to be anything too dramatic it could easily just be something that you know was maybe non-negotiable for you and you were just like yeah no this is not like it doesn't seem worth it for me to continue to pursue this um, I have a situation with somebody who I know I'm never going to come across again. Okay. Um, we love them. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I met this guy who went to an Ivy League school. And I was like, ooh, Ivy League. Okay, mm-hmm. fancy. Um, he did. He had a job, but it wasn't anything serious. He worked mm-hmm. for, like, a, a pest control company or something. Okay. And I was just like, okay, you're doing this, like, in between. Maybe, like, applying to grad school or something and like this is what you're doing for money but after hanging out more I realized that wasn't the case and just no ambition you know so I was like okay this isn't gonna go very far and then um you know I'm a relatively liberal progressive person so when we started talking about like things related to politics mm-hmm. and he tells me things like he doesn't think that health care is a human right oh. and I'm just like okay this isn't going to work. So then combination of him just not being liberal enough and him not being ambitious, I had to end things with him. Yeah. I feel like that's always where it goes left when mm-hmm. you start talking about politics, mm-hmm. humanity. Humanity, yeah. Yeah. there we go. Because <laughs> I wouldn't even call it certain things are not political. 
It's right. just... That's the thing. And that's why, like, when you're making healthcare, like, yeah, just, like, get a job or you can do... It's just, like, why do people have to work so hard to, like, live? Yeah. So I'm saying, like, you aren't born with the right to live, basically. He's like, no, that's not what I'm saying. I'm like, well, please explain to me how you're saying anything else. Like, but also go away. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, Which he had to do. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, it was a little sad for him. Mm-hmm. It was a shocker. But I'm just like, I don't know why this is a shocker when you had me screaming about healthcare. <laughs> <laughs> I literally made a scene. So, yeah, so literally I made a scene, had to hang up the phone. Like, I can't talk to you right now, so I'm going to go. And somehow you're surprised that you're yeah. <laughs> you see the audacity of men. The audacity. <laughs> but like something that, that surprised me in my time of, I wouldn't even say, is it just casually dating, like mm-hmm. talking to a person here or there, was my shallow list actually isn't so hard to meet. <laughs> it was shocking because mm-hmm. I feel like the internet tries to make it sound like, Finding tall guys that graduated and mm-hmm. are, you know, have a career path and mm-hmm. have come from a similar cultural background is impossible. Yeah. And how dare you think 5'11 is too short. This yeah. is like rest. <laughs> rest. Let me do what I want to do. But I did come across a guy who checked all the boxes. Mm-hmm. Like similar cultural background, just incredibly formally educated at really great mm-hmm. schools. Super funny, mm-hmm. intellectually captivating. That's where they always get you until, until, until. Mm. <laughs> I think it was when the whole um, kind of Black Lives Matter revolution has sparked up, <laughs> and just having really great conversations about that until I got to talking about the experience of Black womanhood and conversations surrounding some of these heavier things like police mm-hmm. brutality and just what felt like a collective feeling of black women don't feel protected or valued um we're always included in these conversations at the same extent that we talk about black men being brutalized by police mm-hmm. but you know that was just kind of where it all went down though because it's like you just sound very stupid yeah. I don't know. <laughs> and it's just more than just not being intellectual i think it speaks to some of your character flaws like you're mm-hmm. not willing to be open-minded and listen to someone speaking about an experience that you've never had. Yeah. So, things like that. It's like, oh my gosh, I can't believe you check all the boxes, but like failed the vibe check at the end of the day. <laughs> no, you know seriously. I mean? Like that was a waste of time. Yeah. We've been strangers. We yeah. Could've we could have been strangers. Well, damn. Yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine? You know? <laughs> and you, yeah. I mean that, yeah, that's good. That's good. Both very valid. Oh, look at y'all over here just exasperated. That exhausted us. No, literally. Like I'm thinking back to this boy, and I remember telling him just like, first of all, with the job that you have, you don't even have health insurance. You only have it through your parents because you're fortunate to be under 26. Once you're 26 and still have this job, what are you gonna do? What are you going? And then when you're there dying on the street and don't have a thousand dollars to pay for the ambulance, like you're gonna be mad and want someone to rescue you. And it's not gonna be you. It's not gonna. I'm gone now. I wish that I could Literally. actually have just done a visual episode for this because the way Clementina and Kayla just sat back oh and you could just God. tell they reflected like, wow. Wow. And I think that's exactly what this is about. Yeah. Like, why do black women why? feel exacerbated by things that should be the bare minimum? Like fun. You yeah. know, like getting to know new people. Yeah. And just, yeah. It's, it's not. It's draining. It's it draining. Is. It is. It's a lot. That, this is I'm sorry. I'm sorry for you. Know. <laughs> They're having a moment. Oh my God. <laughs> Laura, please go ahead. 
because I'm gonna just let um, them ride it out. Well, <laughs> you guys both seem to share more recent experiences, and I was thinking way back. So I was like, wait, it's a okay. The experience I have in mind is way back. Too, but so maybe ahead. I'll share a couple. So. <laughs> Listen, okay. no, this I'll keep one short. I'll point. keep one short. I'll okay. keep one short. But um, I had think I think I said something earlier about somebody being great on paper, mm-hmm. and the reason why I said that was because I had settled for someone who amazing on paper, but just when it came to the emotional part of the relationship, I felt like it wasn't there for me after a while. Mm-hmm. I felt like our relationship was very surface level, so mm-hmm. I just. I couldn't do it. And then some other things later on were revealed where I was like, wow, you are just a little bit too shallow for my liking. Okay, fair enough. Um, so, yeah, I mean, and I feel like in that relationship, because it was one of my first ever sort of serious relationships, and I had just, like, gone to college, and I was ready to mm-hmm. do all the things my parents told me I wasn't supposed to be doing. <laughs> yeah. I was ready to get crazy, or my version of crazy yeah. at yeah. the time. I feel like I didn't even realize I was settling because they were so great on paper. I was like, oh, well, mm-hmm. like, they have all these great things about them. So, you know, this is cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but having experiences like that, fast forward, made me, real, like, not made me realize, but made me more um, vocal mm-hmm. about what I don't want. So I feel like when I was, before I got into a relationship, when I was, like, just casually dating, I was very quick to just be like, listen, mm-hmm. no. Yeah. <laughs> no, don't text me again. Yeah. <laughs> don't like literally met this guy on the street randomly uh, and literally <laughs> no, next day like he was texting me. No, it was that same night. He was texting me and the next day I was like, "Listen, you seem cool, but you're not for me." Yeah. In so many words. Yeah. Um so yeah, I mean yeah, I guess that's all I really have. <laughs> no, fair enough. Fair yeah. enough. Growth. Yes, exactly. Yeah, growth. 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 Yes. You need to be with what you don't like to figure out what, what you, you do. Like. No, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> okay. Why? Because you, you learn from friends, acquaintances. Exactly. That's true. I that's true. That is very true. You're right. I should change. Not that you need to, but that's what you did. But mm-hmm. rather <laughs> reflecting, whether it's on reflecting your that. yeah, reflecting yeah. whether on your yeah. own experiences or someone else's experiences. I feel yeah. like it's important to be introspective and reflect on mm-hmm. sort of what you've been through, what you've witnessed other people in your life go through mm-hmm. so that you won't settle for those things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so for my, for mine, wow, for me, uh, mine was also kind of a throwback and stuff. And I think what I was potentially going to settle on and maybe did for a little while is just this idea of um, comfort. Comfort, familiarity, it just like maybe being the most ideal, picture-perfect situation. Very close family friend, like our parents grew up together. He, I don't want to say that he could have been my cousin because ill, but it was just like, all right, I think his dad is like my grandma's godson, something, no blood relation, but very much just like family ties. We happened to be the same age, grew up together for the most part and everything. And just like, it was all fun and games, but just, I think just as we were growing older, there was just nothing there. Nothing was really being brought to the table besides just like, oh, okay, here's this person. I'm familiar with them. We make for a cute story. It'd be great, but it's just like, I'm this different person. You are this different person. And then it almost started to get kind of disrespectful because I'm seeing the type of people that he's now getting into. He's no longer even regarding me, but I'm still there kind of stuck on this whole like potential yeah. of who he could be or how maybe I should try to pursue this even more. I like the idea of him. Definitely just like liking the idea of who this person was, 
but then just being like, I think this would only be cute because like our families would like it and mm-hmm. our families would think it was great, maybe. Not in the matchmaking kind of way, but it was like when there would be events we'd go to together, it'd be like, oh, you know, this person, look at them. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I'm like making little comments and stuff like that. So I think that was just repeated in my head so many times where I was like, oh, you know, that kind of thing. And there was a period when we talked and stuff and either way, I was ready to possibly settle on that alone. Just like, oh. This is cute. Why not? This could work. Like, I like this, you know? And then I see that he's no longer even rating me at this point. I'm seeing him with white girls. I'm seeing him just doing his own thing. He's not even considering me. And I'm still sitting here like, oh, well, you know, I think his dad wants us to... to ah! like, <laughs> just like, I don't know. And it was... I don't, I'm trying to be, not make myself sound like so stupid, but... That, that to me is one example of settling with just like with the bare minimum and almost just not even being given anything, but yeah. then being willing to like almost kind of make things work, make things up and yeah. stuff and just like kind of create a story for myself that just honestly, it wasn't there, it wasn't there. Um, so I freed that and it's been great <laughs> because they're just, I don't even, looking at the person that he is now, I don't know what he would have done for my life at yeah. all. Like no offense to him, he don't know who he is, but it's just like, you don't have anything going on. Like at all. When I say like same area same location and everything like that has not grown and not to say i'm out here moving like a tree and growing beyond <laughs> <blue leaf. laughs> like that. Okay. but you know what i'm saying it's like i'm making progress and i'm just not really seeing in him mm-hmm. you know and every now and then there'll be little comments and stuff that he makes on my thing and i'm just like oh maybe and i'm just like ah, 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 don't do that <laughs> run away because he actually will do nothing for yeah, you yeah. He actually, exa- exactly that's... settling for potential and that's, that's another thing settling for the idea of what something could be when you are literally not dealing you have nothing of substance there mm. it's actually grass there's nothing tangible really to deal with and he was he's fine too that's another thing too like he's like he met all of my like physical requirements and then i guess the cute little background and family to like all of that but it wasn't enough yeah. it wasn't enough and i definitely think i would spend more time trying to build him into what i want to be than what he was actually capable of being so dodged a bullet in that sense and thank you for giving me that because yes it was settling on potential or but yeah it's it's quite unfortunate it really really is and I wanted to kind of ask a last question of double standards and just do you what do you guys feel like do you guys feel like men might have conversations with this about this or like when it now comes to settling on the opposite end of things how do you think that this goes when it relates to men choosing who they want to be with and their preferences and all these kind of things like i think uh oh sorry no that's what just do you think (laughs) a man listening to this conversation would be very confused because i don't think they have conversations like this at all Mm -hmm. i think they probably have conversations or they definitely have conversations with like the kind of women that they like Mm -hmm. but not like oh, will I be able to find somebody who does this or am I going to have to settle for one that has a medium-sized booty and a regular <laughs> waist or whatever? I don't know. I don't know what boys want. But <laughs> a medium-sized booty. Just, <laughs> just medium. Just medium. So I feel like they don't think about having to settle um, when it comes to like physical attributes or if they're looking for somebody who's like on a certain intellectual level. Like I think because when it comes to like intellectual where they are in their career, those standards typically aren't as high because like if a man is with a woman who isn't in the same place career wise as he is, like that's Mm -hmm. not seen as settling. That's just 
what it is for their relationship because the man is typically seen as the provider. So if he's making more, it's like, okay, that's normal. But then if it was the other way around, then it's like, ooh, she's with a bum or he, like, why is your wife doing so much? Like, tell her to calm down. Mm -hmm. So I just feel like they, in general, that's not really... Like, men just don't have to think about These relationships things. the way yeah. that we do. And there's also more of, like, a time crunch for us oh, as women. Sure, yeah. I think, like, because, you know, there is, like, a biological clock. And just, like, as we get older, we aren't seen as desirable. Mm-hmm. But, like, with men, that's not <laughs> what shouldn't be the case. But, like, that's what it is. Mm-hmm. Like, that's part of the issue with mm-hmm. Indian Matchmaker, a partner who's 34, which, like, really isn't yep, old. At all. But it's, like, because she is that age, it's, like, oh, you know, you can't be so picky or whatever. But then the guy who's 30 and living life, partying, whatever, he can look for his fair-skinned, wealthy, skinny queen that he's mm-hmm. looking for. And the matchmaker, you know, obliged completely yeah. to find that she for him. Yeah, just like, okay, you're yeah. kind of strange, but, you know, we'll do it. No yeah. problem, because and you deserve it. Right? Exactly. Yeah. You deserve it. Aparna, settle down. You don't yeah. deserve that. <laughs> like, what know. is that? Aparna, I hope you found the best person for you. I think I saw her Instagram page recently. I don't think she found somebody unless she's not posting uh, them. Well... I still wish you the best of part. I'm rooting for you. <laughs> I do feel like it's a double standard, definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I, I also think about the list that we all gave of top three beforehand mm-hmm. and the kinds of things that were on there. And I don't think in my entire years of existing, I've heard a guy be like, mm. I would love to find someone who is kind Mm. oh that's so true Mm -hmm. that's not and I I do also feel like I know and not just in my personal circle but in general a lot of women that are amazing in every Mm -hmm. capacity that are beautiful that Mm -hmm. have a lot to offer and so it maybe feels like there's a lot more to choose from that you don't have to think about if they're kind it's just like you can you know there's like a lot more options I don't know but that's true I do feel like it, it definitely is a double standard and men aren't sitting around having these specific kind of conversations all yeah. the time. I feel like I have a lot of guy friends that just feel like there's there's nothing they want that they can't have. have. They yeah. just said there's no girl that is out of my league. Yeah. Like, wow. It's just like your whole chest. Your whole chest. Okay. Your whole chest. In my I'm next life. Life. I'm telling you now. I'm offended life. that you don't think I'm out of your life. In oh, my man. next life, God, bring me back with the audacity of a man. In my next yes. life, bring me back with the balls and the audacity of a grown man. Mm. Man living in his mother's house. No woman with that is no job. That is the type of boldness I want. Whereas I feel like with women, you can be as you can everything that you're looking for, you can have, and mm-hmm. just looking for someone to reciprocate. Yeah. And there is still that idea of like, mm, they, like they mm-hmm. just might not have all yeah. of that. Mm-hmm. God forbid, but yeah. that's just the reality. Yeah. And I also think people, that subconsciously, men will just assume that you know, they can either make the woman have that thing or they can, mm-hmm. you know, it's like that the woman will just be more flexible with whatever it is that they want when the time comes. Like, yeah. oh, yeah, you know, I'll make her have, if it's something domestic or whatever, like, she'll she'll learn how to clean or she'll learn how to do this. a couple degrees, this. but she's she not wife and she can't cook, but the, you know she can learn. Yeah, you know, you that crazy? kind of, like, <laughs> have you lost your mind? Like, not literally. crazy, wild and chaotic. Like, <laughs> wild yeah. and chaotic. <laughs> yeah, no, but that's several points you make, Clementina. Thank you. Thank you. Um, picking backing off of what Clementina said when you said um, 
just men having more to choose from, I definitely think that plays a factor, especially when you think about us as black women. I think black men just have more to choose from when it comes to finding a great black woman than we do, mm-hmm. vice versa. Mm-hmm. Um, period, yeah. And I think because of that, like you, like what you said, like men don't think about all the qualities we listed. I don't think I've ever talked to a man about standards yeah. and what he wants, and he hasn't started off with something about her booty or just her skin tone. Physical appearance. Yeah, physical yeah. appearance yeah. or like... Um, physique or something like because they just assume they just move through the world assuming that any woman they come across is gonna more than likely have those things Mm -hmm. but we have to have these like long in-depth conversations like wondering like is he gonna have all 10 things on my list Hmm, which one of these am I okay with him not having so I definitely think there's a double standard and there's also a double standard in the sense of like when you know, we are not dating anyone or we're not married. Some Everyone's pressuring us all the time, like, so, where's your boyfriend? But then you could have a brother who's exactly the same age, mm-hmm. and it's like no one's asking him any questions. Yeah. Or on the other end, if he's bringing all types of girls through the house mm-hmm. and has no, like, there's yeah. no settling in sight in terms of, like, <laughs> settling down. Yeah. <laughs> um, nobody's questioning him or whatever, but mm-hmm. then it's, like, you here with your three degrees, you yeah. got your own business, you're doing this, you're doing that. It's, like, yet mm-hmm. you're reduced to where's your man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like with men, there's this idea of, like, whenever they're ready to settle yeah. down, they will find somebody. Right. But for us women, it's, like, look, there's, you got to start looking now because, mm-hmm. like, time is short or whatever. Yeah. So it's like we have to be constantly looking. And I reject that. I reject that yeah. too. It's the <laughs> idea of like a man, if he's ready to be with me, okay, let me just jump in your car. Like, no. <laughs> no, jump in your car. <laughs> and it might even be the bus. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, and he didn't even pay for my bus pass. He said, you can tell him to ask the bus driver, you can yeah. get a ride. He did. <laughs> I feel like that speaks a lot to like, just how much women work on ourselves to be yeah. the best that we can be and how men aren't really doing that. Mm-hmm. I'm still and if stuck. they are, they're doing it for themselves. Yeah. Whereas for I themselves. feel like there's a lot of women that are like, oh, maybe if I do X, Y, and Z, maybe if I do all these things mm-hmm. so I'm in the same room as yeah. men who have these degrees, it increases my chances of finding someone who might be on the same maybe professional level. Mm-hmm. Right? Whereas mm-hmm. like, if a guy is getting a job and hustling and he got this and that and that, it's probably... For him, like for yeah. himself, yeah. want to be comfortable. There you yeah, go. and the women will just come. Yeah, mm. and even just like with the way society is set up in general, I always like think about the fact of not that men are in control but it's like it's their say even when it comes to the wedding thing like they're the ones that are proposing clearly we see all these things about women saying Mm. god forbid they'd rather mop the ocean with a nail clipper than be the ones to propose to their husband (laughs) so it's like okay even if we now get into this relationship there is now the whole extra step of hoping that they don't waste 10 years of our lives Mm -hmm. with dating and being engaged and everything like that you know so it's like it it never really ends yeah patriarchy man it sucks it's trash it is and I'm very I'm still like stuck on just what I love what she said about just like them having options because even just like you look at guys that'll be talking to two to three girls at once and stuff and I'm not saying girls don't do that with guys like okay yeah maybe I know some of my girls yeah I'm talking to two but it's like with guys it's like they really do have all the options out here they're like 
they can be talking to Black 15 girls amazing. at once. Like, the most educated group, mm-hmm. beautiful, like, kind, rooting for everybody black, fighting on the front lines for, yeah. for everyone, you know? It's no. just, and it's just unfortunate because then it. we are. Y'all, mm-hmm. y'all could be doing more. Yeah, and you don't. And somehow now we're the ones questioning even the standards that we have. Like, I know we were talking about the whole elitist thing earlier and stuff. Like, okay, am I wrong for having these standards? Am I doing too much? You know, like, should I kind And God forbid any of us in here, any woman out there ever question their standards or preferences, whatever word you want to use, just like what they feel like they deserve. God forbid you guys ever question that to the point where you just manage with something. Like, this whole idea of accepting the love you think you deserve. Accept the love you think you deserve, but know that you deserve the world know that you deserve more so mm-hmm. that you don't accept less mm-hmm. i don't know hopefully that makes sense i'm tired and i'm sure you guys are tired too not even from the length of this but just talking about men is exhausting sure men is. are exhausting they they get by time yeah and not just my time but people's time like it does i, mean, I think this conversation was super productive mm-hmm. but i also think it's unfortunate that so much of so many women's lives will be surrounded by having to have conversations about men. Um, Maybe not even necessarily romantically, but even, you know, in every area of your life. Like, yeah. mm-hmm. spiritually, if you're in the church, mm-hmm. professionally, because they dominate a lot of fields. Like, so mm-hmm. much of our lives will be, and our time will be taken up by men. Mm-hmm. It's like, I, I just reject that for everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. Center yourself. <laughs> so the answer is to get rid of all men. No. Absolutely. No. Okay. Okay. no. Sorry, that was okay. bad. Sorry. <laughs> retake again my bad. <laughs> so, i was there with you i was like end men yes i agree cosign yeah. completely completely but i guess that's not the answer so we'll check back in with you guys yeah, in another we'll episode when out. um maybe we've grown i don't know what the terminology for uh just not thinking that is um <laughs> but anyways <laughs> <laughs> I'm with you go we can have that conversation separately it's fine let's go figure out how to obliterate men from the earth but also in the same breath you know if you're out there <laughs> if you're out there you know no you did not <laughs> call me we, we, if you want to know I'm just kidding they can't reach me they don't know me bye yeah. it's fine <laughs> but thank you ladies for sitting through this traumatic experience <laughs> We have a lot to unpack. I we guess do. So. I we guess do. That's and, what this, we today. and this episode could be three hours long, but I appreciate you guys still vocalizing. <laughs> just you know, even though Lauren is kind of an exception because you know whatever she has. Well, here, I'm not a super exception because I'm not in a relationship with a man. Oh, she found out. And so she found happiness. Just saying. No, so I actually Lauren supports what I'm saying. I do. I, I was gonna make a joke, but I always tell my girlfriend like I'm still working on my little powerpoint presentation to bring everybody else to the to the light side <laughs> and get y'all over here yeah, but we haven't figured it out yet yeah, <laughs> no. well, I'm you know, to my sister the other day did tell me that being attracted to men is a character flaw it's, yeah, <laughs> it, just, it yeah. didn't seem that wild when she said it yeah. it's like it's unfortunate well Lauren I guess is living proof now that maybe we're just like on the wrong side I don't know but it's just no not to say it's like a choice or anything like that please all jokes all jokes yeah all jokes but yeah either way yeah
I'm happy for you, Lauren. I Thank really you. Am. Yeah. I'm happy for anybody that has just dodged bullets, avoided settling, and just really has found their worth and has moved forward with it. And if you haven't moved forward, if you're still figuring out, that's okay too. You know, there's no rush. I don't care. There's lots of ways to have kids or to get kids, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. You or know, if you don't want them. Or if you don't want period. Puppies. I that's the only, you know, pro side of the pains of childbirth is the actual kid. And that's debatable. That's the pro. Yeah. Is the child? <laughs> is the child. Mm. The child that can grow up hard. and be like a serial killer? Yeah. Okay. That's sometimes it's a gamble. I want four kids really sometimes I don't want any. So yeah. it's just really hard to I just remember out. at one point in my life I wanted 12 kids. And looking oh, back at that now. All right. No, it's because of movies like Cheaper by the Dozen. I saw the oh, fun. I, I, of, I saw being yeah. a sibling rather than the idea of being a parent. So it was having to feed them. Do you understand like tuition and like personalities spending around the house? Being in a big family. Do you understand? But like, oh yeah, siblings, yay, sisters, all this kind of stuff. But God actually, please, I'm very okay. (laughs) But on that note, thank you guys again. (laughs) And thank you guys for listening. If you're a man that just happened to stumble upon this and you got offended, that's between you. And your testosterone. I, I feel like to we talk so much to the men. Yeah, if, they, if you don't see this as a learning opportunity, that's your fault. You guys are still the problem, so. <laughs> Period. <laughs> <laughs> I am not anti-man, I swear. It's just like, you guys just stress us out. But anyway, I'm going to just wrap it up. Thank you guys for listening. Be sure to follow us on mims.pdcst. As much as I was out here trying to pimp everybody, I'm not going to include nobody's uh, personal Instagram. But, you know, you know how to find us if you really want to. You put our voices into some tracking information or something. Uh, no. <laughs> just giving some ideas. Okay, bye. <laughs>